Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard. And if you want to be a part of next week's Luxury Lounge or any of the week's Luxury Lounge, send them in to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Any complaint you want. The the luxury of the lounge is the ability to air your grievance. And it can be any grievance. So that's the luxury. It doesn't have to be luxurious. You're getting the luxury of just being able to complain and no one can look at you and go, Oh, no, 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 no. There's bigger issues in the world. Nope. There's nothing bigger than your problem here in the lounge. And before we get started... I'm on the road. When this comes out, I will be in Portland, Oregon tonight through the weekend. I'm coming to Phoenix. I'm going to Albany. I'm going to San Diego for New Year's. I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. And then I got like some big old theaters. So we're going to do New York. We're going to do Boston, Toronto. So Chicago, it's all happening. So jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for the tickets. Very excited about today's guest. A favorite here in the JCU, the J Train Cinematic Universe. Hilarious comic who has a podcast that is daily on her Patreon, the wonderful Michelle Collins. Thank you for coming on. Oh my God. First of all, I miss you. I miss your voice. And I miss being inspired by you, Jared Freed. And honestly, really? just even that introduction, admittedly, I ran away at one point to grab a napkin, but I loved every moment that I caught. You're fabulous. So- to get the tears that were streaming yeah. <laughs> down your face. <laughs> to dab the wonderful, sweat. That's right. Dab the you sweat and I, on my brow. You and I have something very specific in common right now. We are at our family's place in southeastern Florida. I thought you were going to say hated by the world. I was oh, going to say that too. That too. Yeah. No, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe anyone even listens to this podcast. <laughs> Two Jews, my God. Well, listen, we're we're sitting in Florida. How was your Thanksgiving? This is the time of year for luxury complaints. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, first of all, you know, Black Friday is the holiday for me. That's everything balled into one. Uh, I do think Cyber Monday is a bullshit holiday. We can talk about that. But please, I oh, I have a lot of feelings on it. But my my Thanksgiving was great. It's the time when uh, our people come back to the homeland of south florida mm-hmm. uh and we just settle in you know my parents we didn't cook on thanksgiving we went to a steakhouse Love a local it. steakhouse um had a martini it was old age home it felt like we were at sea even though we were on land there was a yeah. cruise ship kind of a smell in the air but it was nice we had a you good nailed time. it i mean I, we went to my parents club like, like oh. we go to a buffet i'm at a buffet with three types of stuffing and with a uh. you know they had like you know choices of meats and people cutting things and if the if the outside if the window didn't show me a golf course it should have been the sea you're totally right it's a cruise ship vibe it's a cruise ship i'm actually it might be our first fight i'm a little upset you didn't invite me to the club because no one would kill it you know that me at that club you would forget it you would love the gossip the, the the talk the kibitz the the, the it's all great it's juicy it's like a it is like a bone that you just want to gnaw on there's so much going on there's it's a it is not just a feast for the stomach but a feast for the eyes and ears it's just the complaints i mean 
I created the luxury lounge as a place that could replicate the club in Boca. Like I wanted a place where you could complain and someone would look at you and go, this is a disaster about yeah. something that is not a disaster at all. The dumbest shit in the world. That's why I know I'd love the club because, yes. you know, this is again, our people. And first of all, I just love joking with an old Jewish person. That it's, yes. That's my kink. Uh, I guarantee you there would be at least two widowers fighting over me by the end of the night. You know it. I, I don't scrap, think you're wrong. Scrapple. I think, yeah. yeah, there would be, there'd be a tiff in the middle of the, of the place. Someone would pull their hip. I, you know, there was so much that happened that like, I can't even like fit it all into one complaint, but I did. You brought up a martini. I ordered a second martini and the table, you would have thought that I ordered a grenade to the table. Like the way people <laughs> reacted, they're like, who gets Wait, a why? second it takes martini? So long. Oh, second, Just, how could you, didn't you have one? Didn't you have a drink at the house? People are taking out their abacus, you know, adding up my drinks from the week. It was just, and then the next day my mom is like, you know, we got to, you know, have a talk. I, <gasps> you can't drink like that all the time. I was like, you told us you blacked out two nights ago. Why are wow. we getting, why am I getting shamed? You know, it's funny. I had a similar ish thing where we went to the steakhouse. I had a martini. It was fine. Mm. Uh, and then afterwards there. So we're in Aventura, which is the other Boca, basically. Yes. And about an the hour. The high rise away, Boca. It is. I'm in a high rise as we speak. I wish yes, I could turn. It's high rise Boca. It's I see city the ocean. Boca. It's yes, city Boca. Yes. It's nice. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, so that actually made me feel very sophisticated for the first yes. time in two weeks. I'm like, it is city Boca. Thank you, Jared. That's really nice. I, but this is on. golf course Boca. You're in city Boca. Yeah, no, I. There's also a golf course here, but yes, Turnberry. It's just like a very. It is interesting to me because people like my mom saw someone there. Like they live in Aventura too. Like you could have uh, the the idea that someone would have an apartment in both is like crazy to me. But this exists. Yeah. Well, that's actually shocking to me. But uh, we went afterwards. There's a funny enough, a big golf resort here called Turnberry. And there's a restaurant called Bourbon Steak where mm. it's it's a chain. I think Michael I know Mina. Bourbon Steak. Yeah, of course. But uh, also very Vegasy when you go in there. It's it has that kind of a thing. But every time we've gone and my mom had our big birthday uh, in August there, they have this thing where they hold seats for the members. You mm. go in, the restaurant will be empty, as we like to say, <laughs> not even the flies coming in. Right. And we go, oh, and they put us in the corner, like basically where they get the dishes. And we right. said, hey, there's so many beautiful tables. Do you mind? You know, it's like a $500 restaurant. Can we change? Right. They go, that's held for the member. I don't know who the members are. I don't know who they're holding it for. But we had such a thing last time with the member table where they did eventually, because basically my parents changed tables twice before me and my brother and his family got there. Mm -hmm. And then when I got there, because I'm also a Jew from hell, I said very nicely, I go, well, we're not sitting here, obviously. I didn't fly from Amsterdam to sit at this shitty table. My mom said, we've already changed tables twice. <laughs> I said, well, it's not enough. So we've changed tables again. So funny enough, now we're friendly with the manager, who's such a nice guy, because he remembers these giants coming in, demanding new tables every five minutes. Anyway, we go there. And my, the whole plan was we get another martini after dinner at Bourbon Steaks. So we sit down at the bar and they were very nice this time. There were no member things like we could sit anywhere. And my parents get sparkling water. And then I didn't know this. So I had already ordered a martini. And then I felt like I was the city drunk. Right. Even it was only you, my second drink. And yeah. you feel rushed. Like you have yes. to get through it for their sparkling soda that they only got so that you could have a drink. It's very annoying. 
my Nicolas Cage and leaving Las Vegas. Like I didn't right. need a martini. We came <laughs> here, you know, to see the people. My mother then, you know, my mom worked at J. Crew for 11 years here mm-hmm. at Aventura Mall. And so she's sort of a local celebrity. And there were these two huge tables, one all men, one all women, Chabad style. And it's because it was the husbands at one table, wives at the other. And this woman... Janet Finkelstein, I swear was her name. She goes, I know you. Walks up to my mom. My mom has no idea who this is. I know you. I know Such a you worked at J. Crew. Such a bokeh thing. And it was at the J. Crew connection. My mother knows every Jew and person, really, within a 500. I keep saying that number, but it, she's a very popular local celebrity. The comfort with which people come up to people they know don't know them, but they know them. Oh. Like, I, I I, can't. I would never yes. do such a thing. Craziness. Like, yeah, I, I would avoid it, to, the person. I go I would, I like to me that's that's called having uh, manners. Like the idea I have every minute here. Are you the comedian? And it's like <laughs> Yes, I am. And what are you going to say? No, you can't be miserable. You have no. to be a 10. You can't if you do anything that's oh, the comedian's miserable. Like you know you get one shot at these people and they're coming at you with jokes and you know riffs and you're like I just woke up. I haven't even had coffee yet. Please. I haven't had my Please. sixth drink. Let me right. get my sixth drink and then we can talk about comedy. Well, it's like when Seinfeld visited his parents, you know. It uh, is so apt that it's like kind of crazy. Like it's like actually like like I just sit here going, I can't believe how much they nailed it. Like it sounds like every story I tell about here yeah. sounds like I'm lifting. <laughs> so listen, we want everyone to go follow Michelle Collins uh-huh. at Mish Call on all social media. Go follow daily podcasts on Patreon, uh, Patreon, a international celebrity. Are you living in Amsterdam? I technically, yes, I live in Amsterdam. I have a beautiful apartment. Come visit. It's I nice. Was I'm there very relaxed. I was oh. there in the spring. I did shows. I loved Amsterdam. I loved just the, you know, just I mean, unbelievable town. I, I loved Amsterdam. I loved Copenhagen. I loved that whole area. Uh, I was into it. Copenhagen is so beautiful. It's on Amsterdam is nice. It has changed um, my style of dress. I now look mm. like Mark Twain. If you ever bump into me in New York, know that I, you're going to be, was she painting a fence? I mean, that's the new look. I have jeans on now. <laughs> I'm just, because no one dresses up, which is sad because growing up in Miami where everyone looks like a whore, you know, then going to this town, no one wears me. I put eyeliner on and they think I'm a working girl. I'm like, no, listen, I just like how I look with eyeliner. Red like, light district is that way, miss. Yeah. <laughs> they're directing you right to the window. You're like, no, no, they're no, like, no I'm She good. must get no work. They all feel bad for me. They're like, mm, nice turtleneck. Mm. Anyway, so, uh, but it's nice. It's relaxing. I have lovely friends. It's much cheaper than the United States. So that's been fun. Yeah. Well, listen, Just, I, yeah. I want everyone to go. I, I follow your adventures abroad. So uh, I, thanks. I enjoy it. I want everyone to go follow. Let's do some complaints. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Born for this. I'm gonna uh, before we get into it. Sometimes you just need a little boost. Microdosing is where it's at. A tiny hit of THC from Microdose gets you relaxed and living in the moment. All you need is a half a gummy to get off that mental hamster wheel. Microdose works as a mood booster, sleep aid, helps with anxiety relief, and even spices up your sex life. If you're a creative person who needs some inspiration or you're pulling long hours at the office and need to stay focused without getting overwhelmed, Microdose has you covered. I have tried it. It's wonderful. I'm not a big 
THC guy. I'm not a smoker, I'm, but I will say, and I've always tried to find that like one little tiny, you know, to get involved. Microdose is the great in between. It gets you a little bit out of your head, which I like. This time of year is crazy busy, so anything that can help us relax and get in the zone is a total lifesaver. I love it. I've used it. I've enjoyed it. Great for sleep. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use code JTRAIN to get free shipping and 30, 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com. Code JTRAIN, microdose.com. Code JTRAIN for 30% off. Okay, here's my complaint. You ready? Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. Now, you and I are both visiting our families. This is the most luxurious complaint that I could ever have. I don't know about you or if your mom or dad does this, but my mom decides to always get a cleaning person to show up while I'm here. Why when I'm here? I And why on earth? You have me. All my mom does for months. When are you coming home? When are you coming home? Oh, my God. Are you coming? When are you coming? When are you coming? Then I get here and she goes, get out of your room. The cleaning woman needs to get in there. And I'm like, why are we doing this now? You got one week. I'm not even here a week. We can, you In my mind, have them come in after I've made the mess, not midway through the mess that I am making. And I have to tiptoe around what room, get out of the room, get in the room. You got to shift around. I don't know. Does your parents do this? This is exactly what we're living with. Week in, week out of me being here. Friday morning, Annie comes. 8 a.m. And I'm the first room. I go, you know, there's all these. It's a two bedroom apartment, right. but there's other corners of the apartment. She can start swiffing. Right. Why do I have to be up and out bra on and presentable? You know, because no, it yes. is hell. And it's so funny because my mom is like anal neat anyway. I mean, you can see behind me, but like the apartment is you could eat off the floor. And then yes. just because my presence, I think my body heat in the apartment makes my mom feel like it's messy. Just yes. My head here, you know, right. my luggage. And she goes, oh, it's fil filthy in here. I can't wait. Annie's got to come. I can't wait. And I'm going, it is genuinely spotless They can in this place. We have the same mom. They can't wait a moment. My mom, she keeps bringing up. She keeps going, you bring mud in the house. I haven't what? seen mud in a decade. <laughs> I don't work on a farm. I'm not coming wow. in. With my boots on, there's no mud. I've never, and I always say, show me the mud. Yeah. Show me, and she'll go, stop it! Like, just immediate yells at me. I go, there's no mud. You're seeing mud. Or you, again, I think you're right. You walk in the house, just your presence. Presence. Is muddy, I guess. No, just also to be, I love that Jerry Maguire reference. By, show me the money. <laughs> show me the, the money. money. Yeah. <laughs> the money. So dumb. I'm going to see myself. Out. No, but I also, you know, I have a shopping addiction, which will come into my complaint at some point. Yes. But specifically, 
being here, like the Black Friday deals and Sawgrass, the big outlet mall and all this mm. stuff. So every time I come in, I do have like a, an old stick over my shoulders with buckets full of jeans. Like there's just always some <laughs> shit that I'm bringing into the house. She doesn't love that either. But um, I never got the mud line, to be fair, which is nice. It's, but yeah, it's so tough. bothersome. And it's just... It's like you're being followed by this robot that keeps cleaning. Like Rosie Robot from the Jetsons Rosie. is my mom just following me around the house everywhere I go. Crumb, crumb, crumb. And I'm like, just let it go. I, I can't believe they just can't let it go <laughs> until you leave. Like, I understand. We leave. Oh, my God, Jared, you left a mess here. Yeah. Then oh, bring yes. in the cleaning woman. Bring in the crew. That's the time to bring them in. I have another question for you because this might just be like a, a woman thing, but I also, there's no place for me to put any of my stuff. So I have to live out of my suitcase. All the yes. drawers are full, the closet's mm -hmm. full. So everything is folded and, you know, kind of mushed into this. And she'll open my bedroom door and go, look at this. Look at this mess. I go, <laughs> look, if you don't want there to be a mess, clear a fucking drawer. Right. There's like, a where one am I drawer. I exist. I exist and I live. I need underwear. <laughs> like, where am I putting it? Anyway, I mean, I have I have a very similar thing where the my mom comes in and just moves things half an inch from where I left. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this here? This Please. weird game of this weird treasure hunt where I have to look for something like if I put my watch next to the bed, I'll come back and it'll be, you know, next to the, you know, uh, next to the TV <laughs> and I'll go and I'll think I'm going crazy. Why am yeah. I forgetting? It's almost like she wants to make sure that I'm not ever on my like fully at a base it's like they want to make sure you need them so you always That's oh it. maybe i'm maybe i'm losing it i need my mom because i'll never be able to find anything she'll go it's under the tv and you go well why i can't believe i forgot that maybe i, I i'm having memory loss maybe i'm having an issue you're getting off the comment you're getting off the comment <laughs> total off the comment <laughs> michelle collins let's go to your complaint hit the music it's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. So this is, I'm going to try to make it quick. I would, this is unrelatable and annoying and I'm aware of it. You're in the I was, no explanation needed. Okay, that's nice. Sorry. I was uh, visiting friends of mine in Milan, Italy. And again, because of my addiction, decided yeah. to take a day trip to an outlet mall on the border in Switzerland. This is how mentally sick I am. There's so outlets I, in Italy? Like, I Are feel like they spit on you if you would. I didn't know. Oh, the outlets in Italy. I First of all, I've had cars broken into at the outlets in Italy. I, I've had I've had so many things go down at the outlets. But yes, and then okay. I discovered one right on the border, like about 20 minutes into Switzerland that had Gucci and everything. Not that I buy anything. I just like to go look. It's my museum. It's my stock market. I like to see. Mm. Oh, this one has this. This one has this. I like to know. Anyway, I go. Torrential downpour rain. You know, I live in Amsterdam. Very rainy place. Didn't bring an umbrella with me. Fine. So I decide, oh, I need an umbrella, obviously, because it's torrential. I have to walk to the train right. station. With eyeliner. It's a mess. I, Tanya, I don't know. So I find the only store in the entire Swiss outlet mall that sold umbrellas. 
and I went into Nike, like all the kind of shitty stores was Missoni. Missoni, which is an Italian company, very expensive. The same shit they've been making for the past hundred fucking years. The zigzag knit. Everyone knows your mom knows it. They right. did a line with Target. More zigzag knit. It's just ziggity zig zigzag constantly. Wow. Zigzag in all the place. And the umbrella zigzags? The umbrella is striped. It was 80 euro. I need you to hear how much I paid for this umbrella, but it was a matter of, it was the only one I could get. So it was a matter of pay 80 or you are drenched and your whole day is ruined. Right. I dropped the money. I figured, you know what? Like I'll use it. It's a fine umbrella. Fine. Now it's your umbrella. This is your go-to umbrella, no matter what. Fine. I get to the train station. It's a seven minute walk to the train station. I go Mm. to pouring rain. I go to close it. It will not close. I am. Are you listening? I just bought it. I am trying to lock it back into the mechanism and the handle, which is a very short little handle. It is not going. So I have to like rope it up. And essentially, if I want to open it, I have to like undo the Velcro strap and it just shoots open. (laughs) Like there's no there's no way to handle it. So obviously I'm upset because it's the most I've ever spent on an umbrella and it's worse than the Dwayne Reed shitty five dollar ones. Right. I send an email to Missoni. This is the day that I got back into my hotel. I send night very nice. Mr. Missoni. Mr. Missoni, I say, listen, this is what happened. Very nice. I go, clearly it's default, you know, defective. I bought it in Switzerland. Here's the Amex, you know, thing saying Missoni and Franks, whatever. They get back to me the next day. They go, okay, please send us photos. So I'm sending in pictures of an open umbrella. Like, what's the picture? What am I going to send them? So I'm sending in pictures of this umbrella, all the information they need. We forwarded it to the right department. Thank you very much. Are you ready for this? This morning, I get an email. This was about a month later. Yeah. Maybe three weeks. Hello, Ms. Collins. Uh, So we've been doing research. I needed to hear what I'm about to tell you. We've been doing research on this particular style of umbrella. And we've come to the conclusion that this style is actually not on sale in any of our stores in Italy. So unfortunately, we cannot do anything for you. Now, what that implies, Jared Fried, is that I was lying. That I made up a whole... I mean, that I'm coming to them with some old umbrella going right. it's broken i'm i l- was speechless speechless at the implication that i was making this shit up right can you believe that well i can't so, believe that yeah. but th- they they did say in italy you went to switzerland which was written in the email i said exactly the location i mean right. i had pictures like born supremacy satellite images of me walking <laughs> to the train station you know? <laughs> like every bit of information they needed was there yeah and they said, no, we're no, you're that's not true. We don't sell that umbrella. I mean, it's almost genius because it's like we can't do anything because we just don't even sell that. Even though it's right. Clearly right. From there. I mean, what could you ever say back? Well, I said, are you accusing me of making this up? Like, do you think this completely is completely out of at out a out of whole yes. cloth? Yeah. For an umbrella. I'm the idiot for even dropping the money on it to begin with, but right. I had no choice. Anyway, so I wrote back a strongly worded uh, email, but I want everyone to go tweet and Instagram at oh. Sony and let them know. Take I mean to business. Instagram. We, yes. want to, we want people to take to the streets. Take to the streets. I'm going to post a picture of that umbrella, which I sent to them. Uh, and tag Missoni and go for it. I'm going to have, I want everyone to just hit him up. So I want to take advantage of your army. Please get me a fucking working 80 euro umbrella. The luxury lounge army will abide. We Thank take you. care of our own. Um, <laughs> this is horrific. I, I, it is. And, the, the email back should be like, no one would spend 80, $80 on your yes. fucking umbrella ever. Why would I do this? This is embarrassing that I have this. Like it's I would literally, like, it, 
I said, it's the most expensive thing I've ever bought in my life, including right. my wedding. I'm like making <laughs> shit up now. Now I'm really lying. My like, husband will sue you. He's a lawyer. Like, yeah, you go in the whole story. Scarecrow, is Scarecrow holding a briefcase. I'm like, I'm typing. Shh. Anyway, I get back to it. So yeah, so that's my, I real. you know, it's funny. I didn't even realize I was going to get the opportunity to complain about this. And I feel so alive. So you're welkies. You. This is the place for it. The luxury lounge oh. is where it should be done. I feel horrible that this happened to you. I, you. I mean, here's the thing. Writing one email, you go, I guess I'm that person. I'm writing the email. Fine. This is what I have to do. But I spent all this money. I just need something to happen so I don't feel like I've been taken. You know, that's it. That's it. And all and and they should take into account that a email was written, that spell check was used and say, hey, listen, these things happen. We're sorry. We can't really. And I can understand if they were like, we can't really know what happened from our shop to the train. What we do know is that we want to keep you as a customer. Here's a 50% off Masoni zigzag client, whatever. And you would have gone, good, thank you. Goodbye. Something happened 100% because the truth is what really is going to happen? I'm going to ship them this fucking hunk of shit umbrella and they're going to ship me a new shitty umbrella. I mean, right. What can happen? But the response to basically gaslight me that in fact they don't sell it when they sell the shit, I mean, is out uh, unheard of. At that point, you would have to be Mark Twain to have that creativity to come up with such a story. So beautiful. Maybe it was my outfit that did it. They saw me (laughs) on the satellite and they're like, she's suspenders. We've seen this woman before. We know (laughs) she has a way with words. She's got an imagination. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Send your luxury lounge complaints. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Title of the luxury lounge. We're here with Michelle Collins. Michelle Collins at Mish Call on all social media. Her show is on Patreon daily. Every day. I How know. long do you do every on. day? I'm going to come on. I'm going to come on. Next week, uh, Jared's going to be on. Uh, an hour a day, and then we I do one hour a week with my mom. So we have a special Patreon tier with Judy and I where she just tells stories from New York in the 70s and 60s. And people love, love it. it. Luxury yeah. Lounge Auntie Annie's employee steals last pretzel. Okay. What a fucking bitch. What a bitch. Jared, feather, feather. Okay, so this happened to me at the Denver airport. <gasps> and it's so weird and also hilarious. My husband and I were on our way across country for a friend's wedding. We had a layover at the Denver airport. The layover ended up being longer than expected due to technical issues. It was late, so they made an announcement an hour before food places were going to close. We headed to Auntie Annie's. When we got there, there were two pretzels left, a plain and a cinnamon sugar. If I'm at Auntie Annie's, Oh, that's where what you, cinnamon sugar plain. You got to go cinnamon yeah, sugar. We're, we're I mean, here. We're this? living. You know, to quote Seinfeld, another babka. No, you do cinnamon right. sugar, obviously. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yes. As soon as I approached the guy at the counter, this other Annie's employee slid out from the back and hovered behind the guy taking my order. As soon as I asked for the cinnamon sugar one, the lurker darted over to the case, reached for the pretzel, Looked me directly in the eye, put it in a bag, and scurried to the back. This is... That's absolutely 
In the, now, you know what? This is above Missoni for me. We got to email Auntie Ants. I think they follow me on Instagram. I'm not even Talk kidding to, you. Get Auntie on the email line. Them. I mean, let them know. <laughs> the guy taking my order acted as if nothing happened. Oh, my God. They, it's their accomplice said, sorry, we're out. Wow. I, I replied by saying, are you out? Because that guy took the last one. <laughs> He just stared at me, and I walked away. It was low-key wild. Love you, pretzel theft victim. What do you think? Well, listen, there's nothing you you can do. There's nothing you can do. You got... Here's how I look at that. Okay, people, don't get upset with me, but I would think this guy's been on his feet all day, Mm -hmm. salivating over over his work, because I'm sure he had a hand in making these pretzels. Right. It's the end of the day. He's heading home. He's hungry. He just wants to taste the fruit of his work. Right. And the timing of it, I think he was going for it anyway before he or she ordered this pretzel. Yes. And then when he heard cinnamon, you know, in the wind, like uh, Mulan style (laughs) cinnamon sugar, you know, he knew if I don't yank this out the case, it's over with. So I think it's bad timing. And the way I'd look at it is let the guy have his freaking pretzel. I I would let it go. This is why the airport is the Wild West. Yeah, there's no such thing as a regular at the airport. Like if they know you at the airport, you live the saddest life possible. So Mm. let's feel lucky that the Auntie Annie's person isn't like, Jessica, welcome back. Let me get you your cinnamon. Like if that (laughs) were the case, life Mm. would be horrific. If the Denver airport Auntie Annie's was like on a first name basis with you and knew you took a cinnamon every night at 930. I'm with you, Michelle. Like it is nice to hear that like this person who had to work all day got their cinnamon. But I will say we are now officially a Wetzel's Pretzels podcast. This is not. We will never look at Auntie Annie's the same way again. This is horrible. If they had taken the last one, I would have said, give me the other pretzel and give me the cinnamon sugar shaker. I'm going to do it on my own because that's the way to go. Let me tell you, this story for me still has a happy ending because I assume this person still walked away with the the last pretzel, which is what this email should have been called versus (laughs) I got robbed. Like you got the last one. Right. <laughs> this is like still. Michael Jordan's documentary. The last dance is the last pretzel. <laughs> this is it's Auntie looking like Mother Goose. Her <laughs> hands gnarled from all the folding, <laughs> all the pretzeling. Yeah, so I don't much know. pretzeling. I don't know. Airport. That's the thing. You know, I do understand. Here's the other horrific part of this situation. Uh oh. She's never gonna get an Auntie Annie's pretzel ever again. There, you only that's get true. an Auntie Annie's when life is at its bottom. Your plane's been delayed. You have the last flight out of Denver. You're like, calories at this point? Am I going to worry about an Auntie Annie's pretzel? There will ne- That's the problem. There will never be another time in her life where she'll allow herself to have an Auntie Annie's. And this employee stole that pleasure from her. I agree. But let me just say, imagine yeah. coming home every night and smelling like the most delicious restaurant in the world. It's got to <laughs> right. be hell. It's got to be hell. I think about it when it comes to Abercrombie employees, Subway sandwich artists. There are just certain employees who, when they go home, they smell like their work. And I know because my high school, we used to have open lunch. I went to shout out to North Miami Beach High School. You know that the guy Miami Beach NMB Chargers. Uh, 
in my graduating class, the bath salts face eater famously. But anyway, we used really? to have mm-hmm, we uh, most famous alum. I'm second. Can you believe that? Anyway, we used to have an open lunch and we were across from the 163rd Street Mall, which had an Auntie Anne's. And we felt I was probably 14 years old. There's a reason why I had an obesity problem going into college. I mean, we would go every day right. if that or Sparrow every day. So my association with Auntie Anne's is uh, being an early diabetic, ha- <laughs> really having, you know, a late in life virgin, things like that, you know, you so think, I have my does, own with it. Mm-hmm. Does every high school have like that food smell that's like near the high school? Because I had that what where we yours? would have we had football practice and across from the football practice was a market called um was it called Roach Brothers? I think something like Roach that. Brothers. Yeah, the, Roach <laughs> Brothers. And they had a prepared food section. <laughs> and they'd make those wing dings. You know the supermarket wing dings? They're like the fried wings. Yeah. They're the most delicious things. And you could smell them from the football field. And we would be practicing. And to this day, it was like the smoke line, the squiggly line that like Yogi Bear would float. <laughs> I I, to this day smell that smell and I'm like I I'm ravenous like I have to have it I believe it I'm telling you that Auntie Anne's for me that is the association is that buttery it's an ungodly smell I mean it doesn't smell like food it smells like the most delicious it's drugs drugs. yeah J train podcast at juma.com J train podcast at juma.com here with Michelle Collins at Mish call she has a show daily on Patreon. Again, I, I got live dates. Portland, Oregon this weekend. Come, come, come. Phoenix, Albany, San Diego for New Year's. Madison, Wisconsin, Luxury Lounge. Reject by Taylor for being a basic bitch. Jared, feather, feather. My luxury complaint is about a tailor refusing my business. <gasps> Have you ever had your business refused by a tailor? Not only no. My tailors love me. Oh. <laughs> they love me. I'm a curvy, tall woman right. with an open of, wallet. <laughs> lot lot of business. A lot of business. A lot of business. You're yeah, like a corporate cool. account. Yeah. This is- <laughs> They're going to say corpse account. I'm like that too. <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, my luxury plan is about a tailor refusing my business. I bought a new sweatshirt that fits everywhere, everywhere except for the bottom band, which is too tight. I decided to bring it to a tailor because it should be simple to take it out a little bit, or so I thought. The tailor told me it would cost at least $300, and her recommendation was that I, quote, just buy a different sweatshirt. This snooty bitch thinks she's too good to take my money. I know sweatshirts aren't high fashion, but I'm just trying to have my clothes fit me correctly. Now... Michelle Collins, what do you think? I this is the thing to me. Like I, I don't want to be gendered. I don't want to be misogynist. the The tailor issues. I feel like women have a relationship with their tailor, unlike men. Like I don't. I go go to the nearest alley, and some guy, you know, measures, you know, my inseam, and then I'm out of there. Like I don't like have yeah. a relationship. I feel like women generally have this relationship with a tailor. To do, just get all these things done. Returns and tailors. I feel like that's a. Returns uh, is a very different. Uh, that's a very different, different. lane. Because that is. Okay. That's my profession. You keep bringing <laughs> up my Patreon.com slash Mish Call. But really it's returns. That's what yes. I do. That's how I earn my money. <laughs> uh, I actually don't 
personally, I joked earlier, I have a tailor in New York, but because I'm six one, like I just buy pants that are long enough. I never have to get things hemmed ever for me. Okay. Um, and I tend to be lucky and buy things just off the rack. So I almost never get things hemmed or tailored. But I imagine that this woman thinks herself above a sweatshirt band. And my thing is this, I would leave a one-star review for this person because I love the power of a Google review. I love it. I, by the way, I leave mostly five-star reviews. So, you know, because when people go out of their way to be nice, I reward. But when you come that's at me with a, That's dagger, a real reviewer. If you yeah. go both ways, you got to do both. Oh. Life is gravity. You can't all give, can't all be one-star reviews. You got to be giving out fives as well. I agree. I'm at, I would say I'm at 90%, if not more, five stars. It, mm -hmm. it, it takes a lot for me to do a one star. Sure. But instead of emailing you, I would have beelined to this person's Google and say they are. Um, I felt discriminated against. I brought a sweatshirt in. Apparently, she's too good for a sweatshirt band. And I'll take But this person should just take it to a dry cleaner. You know, like they, you don't have to go to a professional tailor to get something Here's like this the, done, I feel. Th as someone, I am a short torsoed, wide shouldered man. And I keep talking. I <laughs> I'll whisper it next time. <laughs> Now, oh, I am someone there's nothing off the rack that fits me. And I all and I made this a female thing because to me, I go, I either I, it either fits me or goodbye. It's over. Like, there's no thought of like, I'll bring this shirt to the tailor that I have a personal relationship. I'll text the tailor. They know me. They'll figure it out. And it's like, I think what this person is doing is the correct move. Like. You are keeping if I'm a tailor, I want more people I know thinking that they could bring any item of clothing. I want if I'm a tailor, I want socks brought in to fit people oh. better. I want people thinking of me. I wouldn't think I'm thinking this is a whole section of business that is being missed out on by this person that they're putting up a stiff arm to. If I'm the tailor, I'm like, I, that's my whole business plan. Bring your Lululemons, bring your joggers, bring one, bring all, and every sweatshirt that used to fit your father. That's my business. Yeah, I agree. This is a right? dumb tailor. Th that would yeah. be my Google headline, dumb tailor. Right, so, and Taylor's I've, brother. Yeah, <laughs> say Lord and Taylor. <laughs> An idiot tailor, and Taylor's so funny. Uh, and just tell it like it is. That Google, you know, at the very least, it's just therapeutic. And I'm curious. I love reading bad Google reviews. It is mm. one of my favorite pastimes because they're so funny. The things that people get upset about most of the time are ridiculous, unlike yeah. a broken 80 euro umbrella, which, by the way, no, is a very legitimate. The, Do you let's mind get if back, we go to back to the real <laughs> issue? Please tag M Mish Kahl with all of your Missoni. Missoni. <laughs> Missoni. <laughs> so excited about it. But anyway, yeah, fuck that, Taylor. But also, like, the band was too small. I got to be honest. Sorry to interrupt. Please. It's not like sweatshirts are tuxedos. <laughs> you can go to any store and just right. buy in any color, unless there was something on maybe a silk screen. But it's like there are so many options for sweatshirts that if this one didn't fit, maybe, you know, I, try to here, one. Here's the thing. But I'm on their the side. Lounge. I agree with them completely. Here's totally. Here, uh, to me, I would write a review that would be like a Jewish mother. Like, it wouldn't be mean. It would just, like, question things, but the questions would all be judgments. It's like, I brought in my sweatshirt. I guess they don't do low-end items here. 
Just now, if you don't mind, the cleaning person's here. We get seven fifteen a.m. Gotta run. Bye. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Speaking of clothing, if you want to cozy up this winter in some unique vintage inspired outerwear, look no further than Marine Layer. They have the coolest and softest stuff around from sweat sweaters and tees to puffer vests and corduroys. Marine Layer is the easiest way to level up your style and comfort. Go for their classic colors that'll match everything in your wardrobe or stock up on striped color blocked and patterned pieces to shake things up a bit. Okay, so there's a marine layer near where I live in the West Village. I went and tried on all the clothing, and then they sent me a few pieces. Here's what I will say about marine layer. Yep, yep, I'm an influencer Lucky. now. I love their stuff because not only, and especially as a short torso and wide shoulder man, sizing is important. You will not need a tailor for this clothes because they have in-between sizes. They have large XL, XL large, medium large, small medium. They have in-between sizes. And I got t-shirts that I love from here because I could get the in-between size. I love it so much. I got the t-shirt that has the curved hem. I got a long sleeve t-shirt that has the curved hem as well. I got an out, I got a plaid shirt. I'm such a huge Marine Layer fan. Uh, go check it out. And it's all, it's it's just a good look. It's that, it's not the tuxedo, but it's not, you know, grossies. It's in the middle, like I could go out on a Saturday night and have a couple beers. They also have an amazing gift guide on their website. So if you're ready to start chipping at that holiday shopping list, Marine Layer has you covered. The best part is they have free shipping and returns on an entire year, no questions asked. This ain't a Masoni situation. You can return all year long, no questions asked. You never have to stress about getting someone the wrong size or color. If you make a mistake, it's an easy fix. I think we can all admit that great gifts can be hard to find. Look no further than Marine Layer. For a limited time, get 15, 15, 15% off at marinelayer.com slash JTrain15. That's marinelayer.com forward slash JTrain15 for 15% off your entire order, saving your closet one shirt at a time here with Michelle Collins at Mish Call Luxury Lounge Doggy Daycare Reports. Uh oh. Okay. Jared and guess all the feathers. I currently take my dog to a nice doggy daycare in a wealthy neighborhood. At previous and cheaper doggy daycares, they would give me a report card at the end of the day with a few notes and photos from the day. <laughs> My current daycare has a Nest camera that live streams all day, and as a result, they don't feel the need to do a report card. When I get there and ask how they were, they reply with, did you watch the camera? <laughs> get out That's of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been watching all day. Why have a doggy daycare if I'm going to sit watching the live stream? Seriously, yeah, that's right. If I had the time to sit there and watch the camera all day, would I be paying you $75 per day to watch my dogs? Wow, Is it lot. too much to ask for a small anecdote that they had a good time? Make it make it up for all I care. Make it up for all I care. Sincerely overpaying dog mom. It, it, Michelle Collins, what do you think of this? Do you have a pet? Uh, in fact, yes, we locked the family cat in my parents' bedroom while we do the show. He's oh, a little good. baby. He's an angel. Okay. Uh, he he doesn't blink when he looks at me, but I know that means he likes me a lot. Absolutely. He never blinks ever. <laughs> no blinking. That's no blinking the out of me. But he's a baby. He's a cutie. Anyway, I do love pets. I love dogs. Uh, I would be pissed. Certainly. It's your child. You know, when you give your animal over, you want to know, are they stressed? Are they behaving themselves? Were they sweet? And I agree. I like that the 
uh, letter writer said, make it up. Right. If I worked at that doggy daycare, I would spend all day making up lies about the dogs. Like, you'll never believe what he did today. He There's looked, a new he looked at me. He didn't blink. <laughs> that is a lie. Right. No. Uh, you know, that's like a fun part of the job. That's why people and $75 a day. Is that how much it costs? What is this? The I, Hampton Inn? It's expensive. I am. <laughs> stuff like this drives me crazy because it's like, just lie to me. Just like, like, are Why? you stupid? Like, it's like when you get a massage and and the person goes, oh, you needed this. I would pay a masseuse just to say, oh, you needed this. And then I'll leave. I don't even get the massage. Just say, when I get oh, my, my hair God, are lasered, you? Yeah. When I get my hair lasered, okay, and I get it everywhere, people, I always go, I look, and, or pedicures, whatever, I always go, am I the hairiest? client you have i always ask i go <laughs> is it bad i've been doing it by the way for like 20 years and i'm like is it the worst you've ever seen and they always go not even close they go it's a that's pleasure to laser you and i go ah that that's yes. what i'm paying for i don't even care i can go don't rub the goo right. on me i'm ready to leave that's it who's the hairiest of them all and what mirror is- and mirror on the wall <laughs> who is- and it ain't me. I'll tell you what, maybe 20 years ago, but those Hungarian jeans have been controlled. I'm happy that, to say. So I go. like a lie. I like a, a corporate lie to keep you happy. This is, don't be so honest that it ruins your paycheck. I, I listen, I have people, this is the other thing, like, you know, we do comedy, we do shows. So I, every now and again, someone comes up to you and goes, yeah, I was okay. And you go, Oh, how about you just not talk to me? Why would you go through this? What were you? What did you? People you could say nothing. Listen, here's a theory I have. Hear me out. Mm. I think everyone's broken, worse yes. than they've ever been, certainly in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. So when people come up and they go, "So why did you do that story?" You go, "Why didn't you drop dead? <laughs> like, why are you talking to me? I did it because I like it. Goodbye. I, you know right. what I mean? Pretty crazy. But I avoid that so much in my life, like. When I see someone, I go, oh, great to see you. Good to see you. Gotta go. Bye. I'm like, interaction achieved. Why are we trying to do level 30 interactions? Like, what, like some people are just, I just want the vanilla interaction that we can walk away and feel good about. It. I don't need to be too honest. I don't know. Why don't you watch the live stream? Why didn't you just say the dog was fucking cute today? Oh, your yeah. dog's always the best. Oh, what is you this, know, the puppy bowl. I mean, I'm not watching right. the live stream. I have a <laughs> conference call, sir. <laughs> like yes. I got to work. So your bills are getting paid. Just say your dog is always so good. And oh, that means I'm a good parent. That means I'll pay again next week for this bullshit doggy daycare that I probably don't even need. J train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. Luxury lounge work bathroom has terrible internet connection. This, this is, is so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is, you don't even have to read it. You don't right. even have to read it. I have some ideas, but keep going. Read it. Dear J train writing in about a problem with a, with the work bathroom, with the bathroom at work. Namely, there's no internet connection in there. How am I supposed to mindlessly scroll and take a break from my responsibilities if Instagram and Twitter won't load? Thought you would appreciate this as someone who likes to take his time in the bathroom. Ha ha. Thanks for all you do. Dead zone. (laughs) I love the ha ha. Right. I've created quite a reputation for myself. (laughs) 
Mr. Oh. Hemorrhoids himself, Jared. <laughs> yeah, listen to this podcast. He takes yeah. forever on the toilet. You know him, Jared Freed. You had a doctor I tell, tell you? you something. Doctor, tell me not because this was a problem for me, but just being like, uh, word of advice, fiber and don't bring your phone into the bathroom. A medical professional who I hope tells everyone that. I don't think it was me specific, but it was. I'm like crying now. Like, wait, cut that out. Looking up your asshole. He's like, hey, you gotta, you gotta stop sitting on this toilet for so long. Are you using your? He looks up at you. You're looking back. Are you using your phone in the bathroom? This anus. I do do every Sunday crossword on there. And let me tell you something. She's stressed. Okay, she's no, no, no. That's really not it. No, but that is so funny. But no, stressed anus. There's the new merch. The I really do. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Not to brag. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. But Good again, lasered. You. you know, I'm not trying yeah. to brag. I'm trying to keep myself in check. Point is, don't bring that phone into the toilet. I'm telling you, not you good know, for you. Here's the thing. I don't need to be put face to face with how addicted to my phone I am. I know. Like when I go to the bathroom without my phone, I go, "Good for you, Jared. You're doing it." Like I think it's an oh. accomplishment. Like, no. are you kidding me? I bring my laptop. I I I roll in <laughs> with a whole PC, like an Acer. I have a little thing. I wheel it in. <laughs> with the yeah, you play- love it. You're playing. Uh, what's it called? The the Western. Uh, the Minesweeper. Minesweeper. Yeah. You're playing Oregon yeah. Trail. I'm doing it all. I have a hard disk in there. It's fabulous. Um, yeah. th- that is very funny, though. I would be pissed. Work, I'd be toilets-, pissed. Oh, work toilets are hell. God, the comedy seller so has a toilet that doesn't have internet connection, and I prepare like I'm going on the Oregon Trail. I bring, you know, supplies. I bring, you know, I start downloading podcasts. I start, I open up the crossword just to make sure I can get into it. You know, it's, it's like a whole downloaded. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's me on an airplane. <laughs> J train so podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Michelle Collins at Mish Call on all social media. Luxury lounge. Tired of inconsistent sync designs. <gasps> Wait, can I just interrupt and say sure. I was just going to talk about sync designs with the toilet conversation. Really? Because in, yes, because in Amsterdam, there are really small sinks and I can't balance my laptop on it when I am done doing my toilet work. Okay. Really? Yes. And so I was actually going to bring up, you have to have a good sink, but then I thought no one's going to know what I'm talking about. And that's the next question. That's you so funny. So, I would love it. This is why the lounge is so wonderful. You you can't go to dinner with your parents tonight and they come with the, another couple and you go, mm. you know, when I bring my computer to the <laughs> toilet, and I'm trying to do my toilet work. It's really hard to balance it on the sink. You know, they would look at you like, what are you talking about? No, what is wrong? Like, what has happened? They'd be like, we know. Don't get us started. <laughs> They're like, please. We're at a Grand Lux Cafe. When was the last time you set foot in a Grand Lux, by the way? A Grand worse Lux. worse than ever. You know about it, that place. <gasps> that's it. Kind of looks like a cheese. It's like the 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 like the lesser cheesecake factory, right? It's the New Orleans cheesecake factory. It's like if the yeah. cheesecake factory were run by a court jester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, go on. Tired of inconsistent sink designs, <laughs> Jared, esteemed guests. All of the finest feathers to you both, Jared. Just saw you on the Tonight Show. As always, killing it. Many congrats. Thank you. My complaint is about how we all wash our hands using sinks, and yet there is seemingly no universal standard for how a sink should be functionally designed. I was recently at an airport that should not be named 
JK, it was San Diego, that airport sucks, and went to wash my hands in the restroom. The sink faucet was so close to the back of the actual sink Mm. that in order to wash your hands, you had to touch the back of the sink. Absolutely disgusting. Why would anyone actually think this is the way something used to be clean? Why, Why would anyone actually think this is the way something used to clean yourself should be designed? And don't get me started on how frustrating it is to use a sink where the sensors to dispense water is broken so you end up fruitlessly waving your hands under the faucet for a few moments before moving to the next sink. I get that people think everything needs to be revolutionized and disrupted, but sinks don't need any dramatic changes. Just stick to the normal sink that works 100% of the time. Sincerely, just trying to wash my hands. Michelle Collins, what do you think? 100% on board with this email. I hate the sensor sinks. Uh, I hate the feeling of having the worst are when the soap ones don't work, when when one works, one doesn't. So either the soap works and then you're there with a handful of Cetaphil or the opposite where then your hands are wet, the soap, and then you have to wait for someone to finish washing next to you so you can wave your hand under. It is like it's literally Coco the gorilla at the zoo. I mean, we are in monkey mode figuring right. out how to work these things like in uh, 2001, a space odyssey. So I hate them too. I'm on board. It sucks because, and and here's the thing. This is all to save these airports money. They've ruined your washing hands experience to save themselves on the water bill because they were like, Oh, we need to make sure the sinks turn off within a reasonable amount of time in case someone leaves them on. Mm. So now it's less jobs for people to go check on the sinks. It is th- This is the beginning of AI. This is the beginning of the end. We are just mere puppets in this game for companies to keep making money and stop losing money. And this is what this is all about. So every time the sink doesn't work properly and it's not a knob that I can turn and just... Yep live and bathe underneath that waterfall is a time where a company's making more money and I am left with a less than, you know, good experience, so to speak. When I, I'd say my least favorite thing is when they know that the drug, cause also the dryers, I can't stand, like I need a paper yeah, yeah. towel, but when the paper towel dispenser also doesn't work and the automatic one. So they just leave a big fat roll of paper on the sink, <laughs> but it's already soaking wet. So you're taking right. like damp paper around this big fat roll. And you're like, this is disgust. It's already you have to, laden with germs. You have to touch it with your wet hand to yes. grab the paper with your other wet hand and then take out of your brain that this exact thing happened for the person <laughs> that just did it before you. You have to forget. And it's just like we live in this world. Like you look at these videos from the 1950s and you look at like how life was before a certain time with mom and pop and with like and you go, wow, I'm jealous and envious of what they didn't get put face to face with. With the lack of guilt, it feels like we are just walking through a day getting hit with 30 million news stories to let you know how little you can help with the world. And then there, you know, the sink isn't working. And you're like, oh, I'm such a pig. I'm the one who wants it to go on for more than half a second. It's like, no, you're a normal person who wants to wash their hands, who doesn't want it cut off midway through. Let me control my own faucet. Let me control my own soap. Let me control my own paper. And you deal with the consequences of that.
I'm about to vote for you. Where is that voting booth? That I'm was running. a s- literal soapbox speech. <laughs> that, well, I'm I so mad. Feel really inspired by you right now. Hundred percent agree. Yes. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Michelle Collins. Let's do another one. You ready? Yes. Luxury Lounge, nonstop junk mail from charities. Again. Another thing to make you feel guilty. J-Training yeah. guests, feather, feather, all that good stuff. I'll jump right to it. I've tried to be a good person and give a few shekels to charities over the years. Truthfully, it's a lot easier to make a few taps on my phone and donate from the comfort of my couch than to get up at the crack ass of dawn and serve soup outside or something like that. My complaint is the ridiculous amount of physical paper junk mail I receive from these charities in the mail. At this rate, I get another fat envelope every other day that gets directly thrown in the trash. I don't even want to donate anymore knowing that a portion of my donation is just paying for my own junk mail. If any listeners work with nonprofit, I would just like you to know you all need to chill the hell out. Signed, Scrooge McDuck. What do you think? Uh, I feel like your listeners are unleashing a part of me where I'm ready to march. I don't even know what to say. I feel 100% in agreement. Uh, I also felt that way with my university, which has been begging me for money for the past, you know, eight years since I've graduated. All the lights go out. The sun sets. Okay, it was longer than that. But anyway... (laughs) Where did you go to school? Well, I went to Barnard slash. Ooh. Yeah. But like they don't have enough fucking money, first of right. all. Okay. What are they, yeah, uh, where's the money going to go? Uh, just tell me where the money goes. That's the thing. I, 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 I don't even buy it half the time. Where is the money going? Frankly, I don't want to know is the right. truth. But I've never given them a dollar because I'm like, you got 200 grand for me when I was there for a bullshit education. A, a Spanish class, which I failed. So I'm not really in the mood, frankly, Jared, to like give them any more. But they send so much mailings to me and this and that. And I'm going, this is money. Stop wasting. You see that I'm never, you're not squeezing a penny out of me. Stop. Here's what's Especially frustrating. Especially email too. If, yeah. If it was one email, if it was one letter a year, I think it would work better. I agree. Than the 30,000 junky looking things. If they had a student working as an intern writing you being like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm just having a beer chilling and I'm going to write to Michelle Collins. And I actually Googled you and it's pretty cool what you've done since college. And I, I kind of like look up to you and I, I actually I'm do, I'm in the communication school. I can only hope to build a career like you. You you go, whoa, I'm like so flat by this right. i'm like you're this so nice thank you <laughs> i'm like right, oh, you forget go. this question that is so sweet thank you wouldn't you. feel yeah. like a number on a page and it's yeah. like when you get all these junk mail like it's almost like the world just didn't change like my mom might have gotten junk mail in a certain day and been like oh the coupons are here it's over the world has changed. We don't do things this way. This is a waste. You're not even... And to this person's point, it's like, my donation is going towards your junk mail. My donation is going towards your badly run charity that doesn't mm. know how to ask for more money. So why would I trust you with the money that does go to the charity? Listen, charity, I love a bit of charity. I love especially donating things. I don't. To- <laughs> goodbye no you know i love i i like uh giving clothing or yes. things you know just items like that i'm a big fan of that um i donation also volunteering time i think is great but i do think that you have to be careful about who you give your money to sometimes right absolutely you know? 
Like I love an Audubon society, but sometimes when I get those, cause I donated years ago and I, I still get bird mailings and I'm thinking how much seed it's like Schindler, how much seed would this letter have bought for the birds? You know, Jared, <laughs> there's a four, four seeds, four sesame seeds right here with this letter. Here was Schindler Collins. Everyone. Thank at you. Call. Go follow. <laughs> Let's do one more. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Luxury lounge, boring friends in the midst of my thriving era. Jared Ooh. and guests, I will be following as soon as the episode airs. Uh, oh, Jared and the guests that they'll be following as soon <gasps> as this airs. So they're going to follow you. Thank you. Michelle Collins has a daily Patreon uh, podcast. Go, 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 go follow Michelle. Literally one of the funniest people alive. Go follow. Thank you. Free trial. I'm just going to add, if you go to patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L, sign up for a free trial. Then you can decide you don't like me and cancel, but just sign up. Boom. Okay, go on. Get that free try. I'm a 38-year-old woman who still has very close friends from high school. I'm in a committed long-term relationship, 14 years, and enjoy a child-free life. Mm. My issue is in the past few years is that the majority of this friend group now has young children, and it's, liter it's literally all they talk about. I adore their kids, love spending time with them, but in the limited friend time I can get, I want to talk about other things, too. I know parenting young children is all-consuming, but it has made me feel disconnected from their lives, as well as bitchy for feeling so annoyed by this i'm hoping this will improve as their kids get older but waiting 10 to 15 years for that to happen is discouraging i do have another uh i do have other outlets for friends but just needed to air my frustrations for the childless adults out there tired of schlepping out to mediocre dinners in the suburbs to discuss soccer schedules can't wait to see you in boston next year sincerely annoyed auntie so we go from auntie annie's to annoyed auntie mm -hmm. what do you think michelle collins this is my kind of girl. That's why yeah. she wants to follow me after the show, because yeah, I have nothing but respect. You know, I've always said my dream gig is stepmom, like fun mm. stepmom. You know, yes. that's really the lane I'm looking for. But I also love a child free life. I like not having anything to live for in the best way. Right. Like, yes. just myself. You know, it's a nice change of pace. Just so, a firework going out in a flame of glory. Yes. Do you know? Like, so it's, I just, get it. it's a nice it's a freedom and it's wonderful. Uh, I don't know what to tell this person. It is. I'll say this. If I had kids, I know that it would be all I talked about. I know my entire life. I would make Jennifer Garner look like she hates her children or <laughs> Alba, any of those Jennifer's, Jessica's. I would be because it's an obsession. You know, it's an extension of you. Your entire life, you ha you're tired. You look like shit. You're eating badly. You know, you have so much to juggle. The only thing you get out of that is bitching or bragging about your children. Right. So I get it. I don't think there is a, a way to make that work. Because my well, friends with kids, like I listen, but I can't connect with that at all. I would say this. I, I uh, to your point, these people talk about their kids uh, to no ends because yeah. it's like their whole life. But also, I'm sure there's a piece of them that wishes, fuck, I wish I didn't talk about my kids all the time. Like, I'm sure, sure that they want to be relieved of this. So I think for this person, you have to know that like these are your oldest friends. They're from high school. You've known them forever. I think it's okay to look at your friends and go, okay, we're going to talk about who we want to fuck now. And uh, like something crazy. Yeah, you gotta like, yeah, yeah. You got to zhuzh Loosen it up. up. You got to shock Loosen this into, right? Because I think it's sometimes it's like a snowball. It, it's just going down the mountain and they're going, I've done it all day. So now you're in kid mode and you're like, oh my God, all I want to do is complain about my kids. Like we got on this from Boca and Aventura. We're like, oh, I can't wait to complain about my mom and dad. And then you get here and you go, 
okay, let's talk about Auntie Annie's. And you go, oh, Auntie Annie's, yeah, I fucking hate those too. So then I think what this person needs to do is to come prepared with one subject that you want to talk about. And you go, <laughs> okay, hear me, hear me. We're going into fuck Auntie Annie's mode. And we're going to talk about something else. No kids. So no kids about- time. If they had to swap husbands, okay, you have to right. sleep with any. Let's like really break up the friend group. Is that your mom that, coming in? I'll my die. dad's coming in at the end of the Hi, podcast. Hi, dad. Mine, mine yeah. are dying. I know that mine have their ears against the door, waiting for me to wrap so they can eat split pea soup. By the way, I know this is the this is the event <laughs> oh, of the thank evening. Thank you for saving us from the slurping. The- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we just hear no, but be just behind me. I'm like, dad, I'm on a podcast. Uh, yeah, I love this idea. Mix it up, spice Mix it up. Mix it up. J train podcast at Juma.com. J train podcast at Juma.com. Michelle Collins, thank you for coming on. At Mish Kyle. Go follow. Go get her Patreon. There's a free trial. You're going to love Michelle Collins if you don't already. Jared, I'm Jared Freed. We're here uh, Jared, every I love your Thursday. Dad. <laughs> He's telling love me you and your dad. For the airport. Okay. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Back next week.